The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. All right, this is Ken Rashan. We are in the D.C. area again. We'll be in Fort Bragg this weekend. The following week, we'll be in Las Vegas for the Voice America National Association of Broadcasters. And then following that, we're going to head out to LAX, Los Angeles, for the Women's Empowerment event. So we have uh, a very cool guest. He's Dave Van Hoos's partner, Dustin Matthews. They are partners in Speaking Empire. And I met... Uh, Dave on the Markers Cruise. Dustin hasn't come on the Markers Cruise, so I'm going to encourage him to go next year. And we have uh, several sponsors today. We have uh, the Markers Cruise, we have Perfect Publishing, and we have the Selfie Machine. So Dustin is widely recognized as a direct response marketer. His unique ability to create marketplace frenzies that drive people to buy products and service in mass has made him a highly sought-after marketing expert. In addition to helping to generate over $25 million in sales, he's helped two different companies reach Inc. Magazine's coveted, fast-growing private companies list. Dustin is also an author of six books, including The Ultimate Success Secret, ROI Marketing Secrets Revealed, and New Rules of the Game, and also published a wide, widely read offline magazine newsletter that leaders, speakers, promoters, and centers of influence read. So, Dustin, welcome on the program. Hey, Ken. It's awesome to be here. Super excited. Yeah, I guess uh, Dave said, you know what? We better let the big guy in. So I'm glad he was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, you know, it's really interesting that two years ago I went on the marketer's cruise and, you know, Dave is bigger than life kind of personality. I met him and didn't know, you know, what kind of force of nature he was, but I certainly felt that he was, you know, power and he was energy and he was very intentional and, and high purpose person. So we, uh, we ran into each other, and I was hoping to work with him that year, but it just shows that if you keep running into the, the same you know, influencers and thought leaders, you're going to resonate and have deeper conversations. So I was able to spend a day with him in Aruba at the beach for at least a couple hours, and that led to the conversation of me being at the event that we just did together, I guess, a month ago. And here we are on the radio. Wow, that, that's amazing. I mean, it's crazy to think like time's flown by. I mean, it already seems like a world away from when you, you did the event. You, you know, Ken does, does an amazing job. I, I don't know if people have seen your work, but they, they definitely need to go check that out. Um, we're getting people raving about it. Um, the way that you capture the experiences, I don't know how you do it, but it, it's awesome. <laughs> well, I don't even know how I do it because, you know, when you do something naturally, it's not like you look at it and say, okay, how did I just do this that someone is so in awe? But I'm an artist and I love people and I guess just capturing that human spirit is, is a gift that I shouldn't take for granted, but I really do love the fact that uh, people recognize it. And, you know, going to your event, that was such an amazing experience. You guys are 
at the top percentile of, of people really dealing with the, the model, the, the actual um, means to an end strategy that actually causes people to go from being on stage without power to being on stage with massive power and getting crazy results. So I was really impressed that you, you guys have taken this to this level. The speaking empire is uh, definitely a place you want to go if you want to take your game to the, the top one percentile on stage. So how did you and Dave meet? <laughs> how did we meet? Uh, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You ever, you ever uh, read that one? Of course, you have to read that one. That's a must read. Yeah, yeah, it's like mandatory reading. I think if uh, if you're entrepreneurial or or at least I guess in real estate. So, uh, I or read if you just want abundance in life, <laughs> or if you want, yeah, that's very well said. Uh, I, I read this book coming out of school, and uh, you know, I I went to school and got the fancy degree, but uh, didn't really do any internships. So coming out of school, I didn't have anything lined up, and was having to move back in with the parents. So I, I think they call that, uh, there's a movie called uh, Failure to Launch. That was me. Um, me too. But uh, I came across Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I got super excited, at least I thought, about real estate. And really what I came to find out is that book's really about entrepreneurship, and, and real estate was like the vehicle he was describing. And so that got me really excited, Ken, to go down to these you know, these real estate clubs that, you know, almost are in every, you know, kind of larger city. And Dave was just launching a company at the time that would dig up all the foreclosure information, people in foreclosure, and put it on a website so investors could go and talk to these people and see if there was a deal to be had and help them out of their situation if they wanted to get out. And so, you know, I said, Dave, I know I should be getting into real estate according to this book. You know, like, teach me how to work for, or teach me how to buy a house and I'll come work for free because I left school and didn't have a job and was back home and didn't have to worry about rent. And, you know, rich dad, poor dad told me, go get a mentor. And, and so that's how I met Dave. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And, and Dave was, uh, you know, his story on stage is really, since you've heard it so many times, would you give like a one-minute synopsis of how his life crashed and how he had to reinvent himself? I, I think you'd do better justice than I would, and that way he'll he'll be kind of present for this uh, for this radio interview uh, through you. Sure. Uh, which time, though? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So question. let's do the time where he uh, was uh, professional uh, athletic uh, director, well, uh, therapist, and then had sure. back issues. Let's do that one. Sure, sure. I mean, you're right. Dave's a larger-than-life character. I mean, I, I said it the other day. He wins big, but he, but he loses big. And, and the, the great thing about Dave is that he learns from those lessons. You know, maybe in the beginning years, he was a little bit hard-headed and, and stubborn and took him a while. But now he's on a, a spiritual path, and he's, he's grown into his wiserness. So I'll say this. When, when Dave was uh, on top of the world, and for him, you know, he was a young guy, very, uh, you know, alpha male, almost bodybuilder, you know, beach guy, hitting volleyball, has the best tan. And so ego and, you know, nice clothes and nice cars and material things were, were great, you know, were the things that he wanted at, you know, young in life. And, and I think a are lot you of sure people want Dustin, that. Dustin, are you sure you're not talking about yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for some degree. But, like, if it were me, it'd be like times 10 or, a, or at least 100 with Dave. Of and course. so... I'm a rather conservative guy, and I, I still wanted those things for sure earlier and, and to some degree now, but like Dave had like a custom Hummer limo. Uh, I don't know that I would ever want a limo for sure, but a, a custom Hummer limo with a VIP section in the back, that's the kind of figure that Dave was. So anyway, uh, 
Dave worked with the world championship Tampa Bay Storm. It's an arena football league. And so what happened was is he was a sports guy. He had the big ring. It's almost as big as the Super Bowl ring, maybe a fewer diamonds, but still a lot. And so life was great. You know, had this identity, was great. And then one day what happened was he's playing sports, and he completely shattered his back. And so they had to put a rod in a cage in it. And as you can imagine, early in life, your identity is, is who you are and what you do, uh, at least for, for some people. And so Dave was shattered. Um, I'm sure worse things can happen in life to people, but he was shattered because his whole identity disappeared. He couldn't go out to the club with his friends. He couldn't go into the gym. Long story. And so he had this crashing point. But in that moment, that's when he launched foreclosures daily. And and shortly thereafter, that's when I come to know Dave. And so if it hadn't been for that, um, you know, his path would be for sure different. Well, he also bought a a domain and had a vision that was uh, very clear, very big and very uh, doable for him. I mean, that's where he learned to speak and that's where he learned to test uh, the power of actually closing and persuading. Yeah, you, you know what's interesting about th- this sort of interview? It's it it is me telling the story. I think it would you get a much better perspective and different view. And so, Ken, you're absolutely right. That that company name was Foreclosures Down. So he had this vision to take these foreclosures. So when when he broke his back, he had to figure out what am I going to do to reinvent myself? What can I do without being very mobile? And so he, he you know real estate was hot in Florida, and so he went to the courthouse. And he figured out about these foreclosures, but then he remembered kind of this saying, you know, during the gold rush, you know, Levi's jeans had come out and they made lots of money and are are around today because they sold the materials to the gold miners. Very few people got rich mining gold, but it was the people that sold the pixels, axes, shovels, and, and Levi's in this case, the jeans. And so Dave said, why don't I sell the foreclosure information and, and take it online? You know, cause that's when online was getting real, real popular. So that was his vision, and as soon as he did that, Ken, as you know, he had this idea, and he just thought people would knock on the door and sign up, so he launched, and he got no customers the first month. So he did what everyone, or at least I would think to do, let's make the product better. And so he did. He put another ten grand on his credit card, and what do you think happened? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he made the product better. He didn't do any marketing or selling or speaking or you know, picking up the phone and calling people. And, and that's when he dawned on him, oh, man, I need to get the message out. And so he stumbled upon seminars, and that's what launched Foreclosures Daily. He started doing a bunch of seminars, and I was behind the scenes doing the marketing and you know, being his essentially do-boy in the beginning because I was just wet behind the ears. And that's kind of how I got indoctrinated to this whole world. So how long have you been partners? Partners, six years, uh, but I was with Dave, I want to say three to four years at four. So I used to work for Dave. I was his do boy. Then I learned the ropes and I got promoted and Dave went off and, and traveled the, the United States and the world speaking. And then I owned a territory with this company and I said, I need to go out and do it. And so I did. And now Dave and I have been partners for about six years in Speaking Empire. And I know that you got a small taste in a lot of people think that what I do is the, the photography and that it gets a lot of people talking about it. But I, I think you actually hinted towards the fact that if everyone's talking about it, that means the brand's alive, there's a conversation. And one of the things I'm excited to you know, work with Speaking Empire on is a yearly campaign so that you can actually measure that tipping point that happens. And it's inevitable. I mean, if you are doing big things in life and you get, keep doing them consistently and it's showing up on social media, 
the buy-in is pretty alarming. It, it's really interesting to me how much work you have to do on the front end of something. And then later when it tips, how little work you have to do because you've leveraged it correctly. So I know I've missed uh, maybe one or two events, and I, I just want to threaten you live on my show that you better not let me miss any more shows. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair but you guys, you guys have valuable information. And you know what you are selling from the stage is really it's, – it's a pathway. It's, a, it's an answer to someone's prayers that they're actually going to have results. And it, it really goes back to what you were saying about Dave. He had that product, and the product wasn't selling, so he invested more money in it. And it wasn't the product. It was how he was actually approaching the game. And you guys have a very systematic – I love your DNA model. Uh, and I love how when you put it up, everyone's like, I got to get my cell phone. I got to get pictures of this. This is going to give me all the solutions. But you know as well as I do, that's just the board that guides the conversation unless you know exactly the the intricacies of following that step through and you practice to the point that it becomes yours. It really is just a diagram in front of the room. So I, I love how systematic it is, though. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it. I mean, people love processes. They love diagrams, you know, infographics were, you know, I would say not popular, but they came to like get really hot and everyone was talking about them. I want to say like a year, maybe two, two years ago, year and a half. And so it, it essentially what Ken is describing is, you know, an infographic, but it, it is a visual process. It's a process that we share with people to speak from the stage, to get a result, whether it's sign up for a program or do a strategy session or heck go on social media and engage in a conversation, you know, which is such a big part of part of your message. And so we believe that every audience should take an action to do something because without action, nothing happens. And so um, you're absolutely right. And that's a great, great strategy. I I, want to make clear for everyone listening in is if you have a methodology don't just list four steps or what your process is. Find a way to make it visual because, you know, in this world, visual is so, so, so very powerful, especially in social media, you know, with Pinterest and, all, you know, Facebook, all this. So good point, Ken. <laughs> and I love the fact you guys use hexagons, which is, of course, the shape of my brand. I was really, really happy about that. <laughs> it's a unique so, one. Not many people do that, use the hexagon. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it, uh if anyone wants to see this, they can go on the Speaking Empire page or on Facebook, and uh, they can see the excitement of these events. I am the reason I genuinely want to be with Speaking Empire is you guys deliver results. You guys are really result based. You are transparent. You show how much something costs, and you give enough testimonials. You do it the right way. You show that whatever you're selling it for, people found value. Because quite frankly. It doesn't matter if you sell your program for $300,000. If it makes that person a millionaire or whatever the, you know, the outcome is going to be, you've justified sure. the expense. And a lot of people get so blogged down with, I don't think I can afford this, or I don't know if uh, that, that price I can't get my head around. It doesn't matter what the price is. Will it deliver what you're spending with an ROI and a, and a substantial uh, address to the ROE as well? I mean, you guys address that if you go through our program, I think it's three, three events after they sign up. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We, we, actually, this is kind of a, I don't know if I'm stepping, stepping on you here, Ken, but kind of the bigger conversation is what we found is if you deliver more value to people, one, they will appreciate it, and two, the, the likelihood of them getting results is, is a lot higher. And so we used to do something where we worked one-on-one with people, which wasn't very leverageable. It was a lot of Dave and Dustin time. And so we we completely revamped that. And so we offer, like you said, three different trainings where we believe as a speaker or someone with a message, 
or someone that just wants to grow their business with speaking, you really need to master three core areas. One is a presentation, a message. Two is how you deliver it. And then three is promotion. So how do you get that message that you want to deliver in front of more people? And so those are the three areas of training that we offer. Well, I'll tell you what. I think what you uh, taught at that seminar that we did together is so valuable. I actually, we have enough time in this first segment. If you want to go a little deeper and just sure. li- lightly, if you want to spend like three minutes going over the, uh, the DNA model, okay? And then out of that DNA model, once they sign up, just a couple extra sentences about what they're getting at each of those events. That, that's kind of where I'd want to go with this show anyway. So let's, let's give the audience d- enough detail to say, I want to at least attend one of your events. Okay, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, you know, the, the real core value is the, let's talk the first one, is, is the presentation. So, you know, presentation can mean many things. It can mean PowerPoint slides. It can mean, you know, flip charts that you, you see speakers on stage. But at the core, you need a message, kind of like a politician has a stump speech. You need a signature presentation, something that the world can know you for initially, and not to say that you can't have more than one message or different products and services, but you ought to start with one. And so basically, I sucked out of Dave's head the signature presentation of formula, which is five components. And out of out of that is this is based over 3000 presentations with Dave. And we put it into a process because the biggest thing a lot of people think about is, oh, well, Dave or that speaker is just magnificent. They were born with a microphone in their mouth. And that's just not the case. There is a science, and and Ken, you you called it DNA. There is a DNA to what every great message does that gets people into an action. And so we believe that there's five key areas, number one being intro. Every Every message has an intro. Two, it has a story, whether it's your own personal story or a story of how uh, your company or what the product does has transformed. There is an offer in the presentation, meaning that you are here to present what the challenges that people face and then what the solution is. Just like a TED Talk, they always start with a challenge and then they present the offer or the solution. Then step four is method, meaning what is your process to get people results or what does your software or your business do to help people get results? And then finally, step number five is the close. So what action do you want your audience to take? And those really are the, the five core components of any message. If you take a look at a speaker or webinar or video, those are the, full, the five components of uh, what get people into, into an action. Can I cut in real quick? Sure. There, there was a, one of the gentlemen who does your design uh, with the big beard. What's his name? Uh, Leonard, yep. Yeah, he's awesome because he had this slide that was, uh, well, first of all, his first slide is, I am not, a prof- no, disclosure, I'm not a professional speaker, which is always a good way to lower the expectations so low for the audience sure. that you, you can get away with murder at that point. But uh, he's, he's got the dry wit. He's got the fantastic delivery. And I loved when he uh, had death by PowerPoint with the uh, little um, foot tag. Uh, did, did you see that slide? Which one was it? Death he had a slide. He had a sli- He had a slide of a, a, a person who was on a bed, you know, presumed dead, and it had a little foot tag that said "Death by PowerPoint." Oh yeah, I did see that one. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing I want to cut in on is, I love Dave's uh, closing approach, and it really does address. It's kind of funny when you say what is happening on the stage at Speaking Empire, what you guys are giving is you're giving that confidence because you're giving the, the consulting, the coaching, 
um, the tweaking, and you're giving them the practice time. And which is so when we're talking about all this, this is just proving that you guys have the know-how, but really you need to attend it to to get you know the the confidence. And I find the more I study what you guys are doing, the more it's related to the the outliers principle of Malcolm Gladwell, ten thousand hours. But it's also that, and it's so cool. The more you practice, the more confident you get. So it's a, it's a full circle. But he says. You know, if you could just get this one thing, just this one thing, this one thing by itself would be worth the value. And yet he's giving, obviously, three to four other things he can substantiate. It's not just, it's not just a gimmicky thing. So I, I love how he doesn't overwhelm an audience with a close because that's what most people do. They make the mistake of saying, I don't know which thing I'm going to offer, so I'm going to offer these two things or these three things. And, and people in the audience, once they get okay. past one, they start breaking down quickly, very quickly. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I love his deliverability. And, and he is a person that meditates. He's a person that brings everything to that stage, which had I not seen him at your event, I, I would assume that. But now I know it. He is extremely focused on delivering 100%. And some people would say that's the 100% to get the high close ratio. No, that's the 100% to make sure the message lands for the audience to get the value that will change their life. And that's, that is quite a distinction. Because one is more in the scam game. The other one's more in the success game. Well, truth be, truth be told, and they would, they would say this too, uh, face-to-face, and he shares this with the audience. You know, when he first got started, you know, very much in the ego mindset. And I, I've learned a lot of Dave in many different areas, speaking and confidence, but also, too, Dave's on this on the spiritual path, and I've learned a, a lot as a kind of a younger buck. You know, I'm a couple years behind Dave. And so, you know, one of the things that when he first got started, you know, it was all about closing and getting the most amount of sales, and it was very, you know, beat your chest, you know, sort of thing. And so one of the things that we've come to, to realize is, you know, it is great to change lives. It is great to, to close a room. It is great to get people in, into action. But at the end of the day, what we've determined is no strategy, no tactic will work for the long term. So if you learn something or read something in a book about how you could manipulate people to take an action or give you their credit card or money, you know, that may last and may serve you in that moment, but for the long haul, it's going to actually backfire against you. And so one of the things that we recognized is building value in the long term. And so we realize if people don't sign up today, that they're going to sign up later, that if they don't actually sign up, they may tell somebody else, it may come somewhere else from a completely different perspective. And so really all we can do in this world is just deliver value and attract the people that see value in that and work with work with those people. And yes, there are strategies and tactics and there is a structure, but at the end of the day, no matter what, it's all about delivering value and then asking for the sale. Because a lot of people deliver massive value, but they're afraid they have that fear to ask for the sale and get rewarded for the value that's being delivered. So... And as my dad said, you have really one, only one asset in life. It's your character. So you're, you're speaking to if you deliver mm-hmm. long-term and you're going for relationships, they can't help but be your sales force and your raving fans that cause your rooms to stay filled. So uh, as a little zinger, we're going we're gonna to be taking our first break in about three or four minutes. So we're going to do a couple shorter, uh, I guess, a shorter conversation and go backwards a little bit. So you were born in Okinawa, Japan. I guess we yep. could have started with that, but that... That's kind of that thing that's predictable. So I wanted to go into some of the meat of actually how you that's guys it. became partners. I think partners are uh, being a partner with someone is a, a completely cool conversation because so many partnerships don't work. So we're going to sure. start the second segment with that because I want to talk about the power of partnership and how uh, a partnership really works. And, and I'd like to hear some of your theories. But let's talk about how you uh, how you decided to have the stork f- fly all the way to Japan 
and just <laughs> drop you? Like, how'd that happen? Well, well, military's involved, meaning, uh, you know, my dad is an Air Force, uh, Air Force uh, Academy graduate, so he was, you know, flying all the way around. But I am actually a quarter Japanese as well. So my mother is, uh, is you know, 50% Japanese, and she was actually born in the United States of Michigan. And so grandma was back in Japan. So she, while dad was traveling the world flying for the Air Force, she moved back as family support. Um, she moved to Japan because that's where grandma was. And so I was born on a... Uh, I was born there, and oh, by the way, Ken, uh, if I wanted to be president, I could still be president. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with that, it's because I was born on a military base, which is considered right. American soil. So um, that's, well, that's you know, Dustin. Just so you, just so you know, yeah. um, if you want to announce your presidency right now, I think you might have a good chance considering the uh, competition. <laughs> <laughs> the ratings, the, the ratings will just skyrocket through, <laughs> through the roof, right? We're not ready you, to announce yet. But, well, you uh, do have, you do soon. have, yeah. But Dustin, you do have the speaking empire behind you. <laughs> that, that, that is true. <laughs> That's very true. Well, all right. I, so I from Japan, announce, I'll make sure to to come back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Japan for two years. Uh, and then we moved back uh, back to the to the states, and I've kind of bounced around the military brat, as they they call it. And um, you know, that sort of actually made me introverted. Um, and that's kind of my story: is I actually was afraid to speak and was very introverted, and have a story about skipping out on the whole speech thing that I had to face in life. And um, that brought me back to the United States, bounced around, and um, you know. Then I ended up here, here in Florida, and that's kind of where the speaking empire and, and foreclosures daily story picks up from. And so, what were some of your interests when you were younger that uh, I guess put you into college? What were you doing that made you get to this point with Dave? Well, self-proclaimed, I'll tell you that I was a techie guy, and so when I was at school, I was. This is when wireless networking was, you know, getting cool. It was getting popular. And I said, I'm going to go become a wireless networking engineer because wireless routers and, you know, technology, internet, you know, that can transport uh, all over. And so I actually had a little mini internship at the school and we were testing about, you know, how a wireless network could go a mile. And that was cool. We would be on a computer a mile from the thing. And it's completely nerdy and techie. Um, and so that was me. I was a tech guy and, inter- and still am to some degree. Um, but know that it only helps amplify the message. It's not the thing that will make you the money. It's not the thing that will will make a difference necessarily. It can only amplify to that message, only amplify what you do. And so having a message and sharing it and motivating others is extremely powerful. And, and then knowing the technology kind of layers in on top of that. Did you read somewhere that you get paid a dollar for every time you say amplifier on the Amplified radio show? Because you've used Amplify a couple um, times in the last couple minutes. I didn't, but I like it, and I'm, I'm running with it. So if I can get a couple more in, I definitely will. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be watching to make sure they actually make sense in your sentence. I mean, we should have some kind of rule about that. So um, would you say that uh, because you guys are so different that it works better? Uh, Dave and myself? Yeah. So what's funny is um, we do the, the personality profiles. We've done a few as they become popular and everyone says you got to do them. And so at the very beginning, Dave and I had the same personality. We were quick starts. We were eyes, meaning we're outgoing, extroverted, um, even though I think it's more natural for Dave than it is for me. 
Um, and so we had a very similar thing. We actually had a third business partner who's, who's no longer here. And if you held them up to the window, they all matched up, which is funny because you attract mm. who you're like, right? I like to be around people who, who you're like. And so that's good. But in business, sometimes that's bad because you, you need, you need a detail person. You need a number cruncher. You need those other things to, to make up for your weaknesses. And so, um, so, that's the, that's the story. What I, I think it works with Dave and I is Dave has he's a big vision guy, and I'm an implementer. And so big vision guy, I implement his vision, and also he's a sales guy, and I'm a marketing guy. Mm-hmm. So he, at the end of the day, will get the money. I get people, you know, excited to talk to Dave, excited about the possibility, and he's the one that sets people down the path, you know, and gets them to say, gets them really to say yes, and so. I believe that's why it's been such a great marriage is that he understands being on the phone, talking to people, motivating to take action. I understand the tech and how I can, (laughs) there we go, amplify his (laughs) message. uh, You know, I can't afford you much more. We're going to actually go to break. I mean, this is already $3 we owe you for the first segment. I am going to (laughs) watch out for you. We're going to try and use a different word. (laughs) All right, we're heading to break right now. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. 
All right, we're back with Dustin Matthews from Speaking Empire. Um, the Empire Strikes Back, as it were. We're in the second segment, right, Dustin? So uh, I'm going to give Dustin's why statement. He has, hi, I'm Dustin Matthews, and I believe there's a better way of doing things. I scour the world of marketing to share with you tactics and strategies that will open up doors and you never knew existed. When you want to find the most cutting edge and innovative ways of presenting you and your message, give us a call. So that's the Speaking Empire, and you can go to speakingempire.com or you can go to Speaking Empire uh, on Facebook. I think the social proof of the value people get by going to the shows and the events is right there. I, I had the pleasure of going to an event where I saw Dave uh, take an event from the very beginning to the last day and give massive value and have people running to the back of the stage to sign up for his um, his pathway to success on the stage. Now, now Ken, so, you can't you can't spoil what happens actually at the event. There, you, you, <laughs> you can't give them everything. So, um, Dustin got a little clever during the break. Uh, he said, uh, "Can we talk right now?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." I, I thought it was a safe time to have a little conversation. He said. Yeah, I had some. Uh, I went to Amplified Dunkin' Donuts, poured some Amplified uh, into my coffee, and I my my stomach really got amplified. And I was like, "Hey, this doesn't count off air." So, Dustin, nice try on that. That was that was really sneaky. Well, actually, I, yeah, and I was doing that while drinking a Mountain Dew Amplified. Uh, I think that's the name <laughs> of their energy drink. <laughs> that's right. So, I wanted to invite the audience to your next event, and uh, you know, we put this on our social media. So, there's. There's the live component, which I won't say is uh, totally exciting in the numbers. We're still building that part. But we do push it out on iTunes, and we push it out on social media. Which, And the thing that's cool about these, uh, these programs is the bigger that the program gets and the bigger that uh, our, our influence gets at other events like yours, the more people go back in archives. And we can also always repost an iP- on a, pad- a podcast or a radio show, so that's pretty cool. So let's uh, talk about when your next event is and what people can get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we do three three events a year, and we, we look to do them here in, in St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay, Florida. And we also make the trek all the way out to California, usually in San Diego and Irvine. And so we're in the cycle where we're headed out to Irvine in June, uh, time from end of June. And we're doing uh, an event there called Speaking Empire Live. And that's really where we go more into depth, in depth about what we do. And you know what the the interesting, Ken, that you hit on, and this is our, our mindset, is we actually give away everything that we can give away in three days. I mean, we can't give away it all unless we, you know, like, imagine trying to run a whole company and learn how to run a franchise. But we give away everything we can pack in in, in three days there. And so we give away, actually, our blueprint and realize that uh, a certain percentage of folks want some further hand-holding, want some, some help. And so when you come to our event, you get massive content. Whether or not you do business with us, you, can, you walk away with strategies that you can use to amplify your message. Another dollar there. Uh, and you're, and uh, you know, get people into action and, and build your business. And that's, that's what Speaking Empire Live is all about. And so we have people from all over the world that, that come and join us and uh, promoters and people looking for speakers and products and services. So it's a real fun time. And so if you want to be a leader in the world, this is, uh, you know, going to your Toastmasters, going to Speaking Empire, it's kind of a, a, a great way of getting your toolbox filled up with the confidence you need to really make a difference, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's, what's cool is, yeah, we share some cool ideas and strategies in the process and the DNA, like you, like you said, but we're, we're blessed to have a community that comes back uh, to serve. And in that service, that's really where people learn and 
get inspired by the clients that have had success. They come back. They do talks on stage to inspire others. They hang out in the hallway. They go to lunches and dinners, and they just share what their models are. And so I, I think that comes from Dave, of course, being such a great and inspirational leader and fostering a, a community of people that are like-minded. And so we have folks that are on TV shows, you know, that you could see on those reality TV shows that come back to the event and share their story and hang out and, and talk and inspire others, all the way to, to people that you've never heard of but are quietly making a difference in their nature and their community that aren't celebrities. And so that's the power of, of the live event. Uh, you want to drop a couple names or some of the celebrities you've helped? <laughs> Sure, sure. Uh, Dave Seymour's on a show called Flipping Boston. Um, a lot of these happen to be in the in the in the real estate, although that's not our our focus. We did start there. Uh, Dean Graziosi, who was at least on TV for every day for ten years, and he did that through the power of infomercials. Uh, we worked with Than Bill uh, Than Merrill from Fortune Builders, who also had a, a reality TV show. Um, Doug Clark, I believe his name was, is a uh, also another uh, guy that has a reality show, and and people such as Robert Allen, New York Times bestselling author, all the way to the guys like Russell Brunson and Mike Koenigs that are you know popular in in, in certain circles, and so um, you know Dave. I, mean, I saw I saw you had Kevin Harrington on your on your. Uh, you you know I, I forget them all. Dave knows them. You know Dave could drop fifty in like three seconds, but uh, you know I'm I'm a. So yes, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, and in fact, um, Dave worked with a company that is repping Damon John's um, mm-hmm. uh, brand uh, in in the seminar world, and so he's helped coach some of their speakers. And so we've you know worked with a lot of big names, and again, people, everyday folks that you might not know um, that are making a difference in, in people's lives in different niches and industries. Well, I brought that up for a couple reasons. One is I don't know all the names that you guys have worked with, but it's important for people to know that. There's a lot of credibility, first of all. But secondly, sure. if you go to the events, you're going to meet these people. You're going to meet some of these people, and you're going to meet like-minded success people. I have always appreciated that when you do these top one percentile type events, that you couldn't pay to be in that type of networking experience. I mean, no matter what you're paying for the actual practical value of learning to speak on stage, what is happening at the tables, or more importantly, at the breaks and the dinners, can pay for that many times over. And, and they, they're lifelong friendships because you don't necessarily have these people either one in your backyard or in your state or two even know how to find them. And you guys have attracted them all. So you're, you're attracting one percentile type people, if not one percent of one percentile type people. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll take credit for, uh, for Dave, but uh, <laughs> I'll definitely do that. <laughs> so when did you write your first book? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, when did I write it? I, you know, when I first got started is the, is the answer. The date escapes me. Uh, but I knew early on that in order to get people to take me seriously, I needed to write a book. And, and what I mean by that is I, I, I'm fortunate now. I've come to realize this as I've gotten older, but I have a baby face. And I, I think it's fading. But when I first got started, I was like tw- in my 20s, but I looked 16. And so I was having conversations like many people. Hey, promote me. Can I come speak on your stage? Can we do a webinar? Can we do some deals together? And so like, they're like, well, you just are wet behind the ears and just getting started. And so I knew I, I, that was a mindset of mine at the time. And so my way to conquer that was become an author and hand that now to somebody and get them to say, oh, okay, you know. And the conversation changed. So I essentially wrote my first book called How to Get Rich Working for Free because 
it was kind of like my story of Dave. That's all I could I really write about is I went to go work for Dave for free, and in return I got rich because of all the network, because of the ideas that I learned. It wasn't the monetary. I got rich in many different ways, and that allowed me to go launch my own business and, and actually partner with Dave, who I initially went to go work with for free. And so that has made me rich in, in many ways. I kind of call that the Napoleon Hill approach. Would you agree? To think well, and grow explain. Rich? How for, how, explain. Well, Napoleon Hill went to Dale Carnegie, and Dale Carnegie wasn't exactly needing the talents of Napoleon Hill because he was already the richest person in the world, and, and Napoleon Hill needed a job, but he didn't have a job that he necessarily needed to give Napoleon Hill, so Napoleon Hill said, I'll work for free. And, uh, and Dale Carnegie says, I'll make you a better deal. You can work for me for 20 years, and I'll give you a, a passport to the top minds, the top influencers, the top success stories in the world. Uh, you'll have a letter signed by me, and you'll have access to them, and you can write a book. And that book became Think and Grow Rich, which I believe is in the top five of all time. Absolutely. I would be happy if, if my book made it to the top ten of all time, but I, I definitely will uh, take, the, uh, take the comparison for sure, and I, and I completely agree with you, is, is that it's not all about the money. I know for some people they desire the money, and it is a good scorecard, but you know, in life it's the journey. You can't take money with you. It is the journey and the relationships and, and the knowledge that we acquire, and sometimes that's hard to see um, because you know you have family or you have bills or you have whatever but really at the end of the day life life is the journey and it's it's the destination it's the journey it's not necessarily getting and arriving at the destination that's that's what i've come to learn in my my years totally, totally agree with you and so i just want to make sure i heard you correct when i said uh, you know when did you write your first book and you said good question i i wrote it i started it the day that i started it is that what you said uh i don't recall saying i i started <laughs> when i was Oh, when I was first getting started. Uh, oh, okay, because okay. <laughs> I was when like, I was I'm first... afraid to ask him when it ended, because then he's going to say, well, the book ended when I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was with, when I was with Dave, working for Dave at Foreclosures Daily, and so I knew that I, would, I wanted to write a book, and so I okay. think I finished it after I left, and I left it at Foreclosures Daily, I want to say in 2008, okay. 2009, around that time frame. And you answered my big question, which was, uh, did it make a difference for you? And, uh, you know, when you get a published book, all of a sudden you are a automatic guru, at least at some level. And then how good your book does takes you to another level again. So uh, you've written six books. Uh, you want to give a, a brief synopsis of a couple of them? Sure, sure. Uh, along the way, you know, Mar I've, along the way, I found out my first book really was personal development. Basically, how you can transform form your life with this with this philosophy, like like you said, Ken, the Napoleon Hill. Uh, uh, deal. And so then I wanted to share marketing. And so ROI, Marketing Secrets, is really about what I found was the power of copywriting in the written word. How could you get someone to take action through the power of written word? And so I started talking about that because I started studying copywriting and direct response. And so in that book, uh, I talk a little bit about marketing strategies that we've used here at Speaking Empire to grow our own speaking empire and how other people are. Uh, the Ultimate Success Seeker, which I did with my mentor, one of my mentors, Dan Kennedy, uh, is really back to personal development, and it talks about how the 1% 
do certain activities, the 1% of our clients, the 1% of the world's most successful people. And so we look for those commonalities of what do these folks do to achieve success, and we profile that in the book. And so it, it investigates what is that ultimate success secret in the world. And it is? Oh, we got to read the book. Oh, my gosh. Can you give us a little tease? Well... I mean, there are like at least 100 pages. Can you give us like uh, like two sentences? <laughs> sure, a- absolutely. You know, the and when it comes to marketing, too, it's a lesson, too. And so everyone desires the magic pill. Everyone desires one bullet to, you know, cure all, to, t- you know, to do everything. And so really we led with that, the ultimate success secret, you know, because people w- desire that, you know, they want the weight loss pill. And so really the book is about not there, not being one thing that trumps everything, but there are a few things that the most, the world's most successful people do in order to achieve success. One of those being being a great communicator and influencer, and it doesn't necessarily mean be a speaker, but if you look at some of the world's best brands, if you look at Richard Branson, you look at Oprah, you look at even Steve Jobs when he was around, these people had a vision and a message to share with the world, and they weren't afraid to communicate that. And so that is one of the you know, ultimate success secrets that are inside the book. Okay, that's fair enough. So uh, it's funny timing-wise, because I came up with an idea probably only a couple days ago. Didn't know we were going to have this conversation, Dustin. So I was thinking about people that have been on my show and people that have not been on my show but are just really avid readers, uh, vivacious readers, reading one or two books a week, some of these people. And and sometimes they do it through Audible. But my point is that they have such a a, a thirst and quench for, uh, for knowledge that not only do they love to take the knowledge in and process it, but they actually like to regurgitate it and see how well they can teach it to others because it not only do they want to make a difference, but it sticks more, obviously. So I called my friend William Peach, who's the godfather of my son, and I picked him mainly because he is, he is really a massive success because of the knowledge he's acquired, and he, he is a big proponent of, of learn and grow. And so I said, hey, William, would you be willing to do a book with me and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, man, I need to get like maybe 10 people that just love to read. And then we vote on all the books that should be in the book. But the book would be called In a Nutshell. And In a Nutshell is, is, is that, you know, not necessarily the magic pill, but a one-page synopsis is all it gets. And it's just to get people to do, do probably one of three things. So one is inspired to go check the book out and read it. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, for those people who read the book, relive the book. Because my issue is I've read a lot of books. I couldn't tell you. Um, on stage, if you said, okay, so seven habits of uh, highly effective people, go ahead, Ken, go ahead and give them. I'd be like, <laughs> so yep. I, I would want to have all those synopsises so I could just revisit books. And, you know, when you have a ton of books in your library, just finding the damn book is, is, is I mean, and that's why they have the, the, the internet. But I think this in a nutshell book would be kind of a nice 100 page book. And it may not be complete, but it would be 100 books that I think are really valuable. And for me, Malcolm Gladwell's just, someone I constantly preach, and I think if he was in there several times with his, my three favorite books by him, I would get him more fans, but I'd also help people because those principles really do, uh, they, they do correlate with success, in my opinion, completely. I so, love it. I think, I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. Well, we might have to include your book now, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have uh, about 10 minutes left, eight, I guess seven or eight minutes left. 
I, I want to get some of the books you've read and how they've made a difference. Oh, by the way, I wanted to also just uh, take a, a little trajectory to a friend of mine. Have you ever heard of Greg Reed? Greg S. Reed? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, well, can I? Go ahead. You go you first, and then I'll go after. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, thank you for letting me go first. <laughs> so, uh, Greg Reed is is one of my mentors, actually. But he wrote his first book was The Millionaire Mentor, and it's it's is the principle that you talked about is is working to free for free and finding out that information so you can actually apply it to your life and become and and copy what works. So, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, Dustin. Well, Dustin, why don't you go ahead? Uh, I feel like I've said my piece. Go ahead. You say your piece now. Well, it was just funny you brought him up because I actually, at a time in my life when I can't say that money was, you know, abound, was just, you know, laying around, he came and he did, he did a presentation and he offered the opportunity to invest in him finishing the book or writing the book and our name would, we'd get a credit. And so in the back of uh, Three Feet from Gold, I'm in there. I gave him five thousand dollars to, and that that got me a bunch of books to give out as gifts. And then you know I got my name in there, and it made me feel good because I I sponsored you know part of part of that project. And you know I had read Think and Grow Rich, and, and this was by the Napoleon Hill Foundation. This was like the first book that they allowed an outsider to do, or some, something to that effect. And so. Um, Greg really inspired me with with his message, and then you know the think and grow rich message as well. Uh, and so that's my my connection to to Greg Reed um, was was investing in that book and being a part of that. And, and it's a great story if you haven't read it. I think it should be in in your in a nutshell uh, because it is a great book. It's a very easy read, and it it really does sum up how as entrepreneurs, you know, oftentimes we want to give up, but we're just three feet from gold, and a lot of people stop digging. So just keep digging, and you're, you know, even when you, you can't, just keep keep digging, and it's you're three feet from there. So that's my my Greg Reed story. Well, I actually uh, work with Greg on the Secret Knock, and I guess he has a Secret of Happiness coming up. But I've been with him for two years, and uh, I don't know if you've seen how big Secret Knock is getting, but he will attest to the fact that the photos that I take at his events go massively viral. And he was at the uh, Playboy Mansion for the City Gala event, the last event at the Playboy Mansion. And oh. he called me up. He called me up the next day, and he says, "You know, people, uh, you know, are inevitably going to say, you know, I'm so and so. Who are you?" And so he'd say, "I'm, I'm Greg S. Reed." And they'd say, okay, that's great. You know, what do you do? And he says, oh, I own a company uh, called Secret Knock. And, they, and, they're, and he says, my gosh, all of a sudden their eyes lit up. They go, oh, I saw the Pritchards. That looks like the coolest event. And he said that the social media is working. So uh, I, I've had, I had the pleasure of actually being at Digital Footprint with him this uh, past weekend. And that's Ken Courtright's event. And then tomorrow I fly into Raleigh, North Carolina, meet Greg Reed, and we hop in a car together. They didn't trust me with the rental car, so Greg's driving. But we're driving, a, we're, we're driving to Fort Bragg, and, and he's speaking, and I'm doing the social media, and I get the opportunity to speak a little bit to the troops, but that's with American Dream U. And I share that because all these, all these dots are connecting. Um, sure. They, they never can connect fast enough, but I mean, at four and a half years, I'm really pleased with the fact that most names that are dropped, I can say, oh, they were at that event, and I'm starting to get calls saying, we need you at this event because we saw you at these three events, and you know the audiences that we can, we can bring to those events. So let's, let's talk about uh, that event that's happening in June, okay? Okay. Who's, who's a, uh, a candidate? Who's someone that should really ask themselves, you know, I got to go to California. I got to be at this event because I want to take my game to the next level. Tell, talk about the cost. Talk about some of the deliverables. Talk about how it's changed some of the people's lives that have gone to that event. 
Sure, absolutely. You know, let's start with, I think there's three levels of candidates for this. So someone that's already speaking on stages or or webinars or hangouts, someone out there that's it's a no-brainer. And the reason why is there's lots of different ways to speak, and some people get paid to show up, some people speak for free, and some people, like, show up for free and then they, they, they sell. And so no matter what category and there's, there's value that can be derived from understanding different models. So how can you monetize essentially every speech that you do um, so that you can perpetuate the message or in your case, Ken, amplify the message as uh-huh. everyone should. Everyone should do. Uh, I think the next category would be someone that's considering it. So you may be a business owner, you may be a coach, and you're not speaking yet or doing webinars, but you know that you ought to be. Uh, and the reason why is in today's society, you can't just be one. Like, and what I mean by that is if, if you call yourself a coach, it's very hard to just be a coach without getting on a stage, without you know, being an author as well to have your authority. So you really are multiple things. And so if that's you and you desire to get more clients and, and build your business, then you, you ought to come. And then fi- the, the final candidate is somebody that is interested, they have an idea that they haven't acted upon and they need clarity around it. And so getting access to different people and seeing how they're doing it, how they got started, are are the, the, the really the three categories of folks, and, and what you walk away with is uh, access. Number one, you, you mentioned it, Ken. Access to different people, and 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 like you said, some of the access that you're you're getting at at these events, you'd be hard pressed to get. And so, if you try to go through the traditional gatekeeper route, you'd get blocked. If you you had to hire these folks to get their attention, it would be lots of money. And so, access first and foremost. Uh, and then the other deliverable, you know, there's strategies we share, but I think at the end of the day, Ken, you mentioned it, it's confidence. So we have a process that we take you through that gives you confidence. And I know that may sound a little woo-woo and, you know, I'm a pretty confident, successful guy, but in new areas that you tackle in life, there's that uncertainty about what to do. Do I look good doing it? Are they perceiving me well? And, you know, we give you that ability to be confident with a new skill set and that's in communicating your message. And so those are the big deliverables uh, that folks walk away with. Excellent. Now, so you, we're down to about a minute. So do you okay. have a date for that event? When is that event? Uh, June 24th is when it starts. It's a three-day event. And I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We do a special bonus mastermind where we have uh, some folks come that, again, will come for that day and, you know, are high-level level folks. And so um, details on that are speakingempirelive.com. You can check it out there or you can call us here at the office at 800-687-4061. And I'm sure we can post all that with the, the interview. And what's the cost? Uh, there's different levels to come in. So we have a general admission, a VIP, and a VIP+. plus. So uh, I think the entry level, depending on when you catch it, it's kind of like airline pricing, can be as low as uh, $500 all the way up to 2000 depending on the level that you want to play at and what kind of access that you'd like to get to. And so uh, no matter where you are in your, your business, it's affordable for everyone. And if you like access, we've got that too for you. Okay, last 15 seconds. Amplify a quote. I stole the Amplify. You don't get credit for it. Give us a quote to end the program. Okay. Whatever your goal is in life, just take one small action a day because when you do and you add that all up and chunk it out, you'll have taken 365 actions in a year and you'll be amazed at where you end up. Long quote, but very good. Dustin Matthews, you've been Amplified and you are listening to Dustin Matthews with Speaking Empire. Hope you come out to the event and check them out. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dustin. We'll see you at the event. Thank you. 
hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.